Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's the Darkest Timeline podcast. And in these dark times, the Darkest Timeline podcast is here for you. There'll be games, there'll be movies and there'll be TV. Some stuff from the week. Hopefully it'll be uh, not too depressing, let's put it that way. Uh, so yeah, there's that. If you aren't checking us out on YouTube, just have a little wander over and have a little check us out, you know. Just have a little looky-loo by there. A little subscribe wouldn't go amiss, would it? Cool. Cheers for that. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. Right, no time for love, Dr. Jones. Not checking nothing this week, just straight in. That's not true, I checked the position. Oh my word. Uh, sorry, just send a little text. Um, say to a podcast alum but uh, it isn't podcast alum uh, family alum how about that oh my word I'm drinking a glass of water Ooh, a new podcast episode Monday morning podcast yes please get it downloaded bosh straight on the list speaking of lists holy shit balls if entertainment is the reason you tune into this podcast, you are in for a treat today. If listening to what I've been doing in the last week is the reason you tune into this podcast, there's also stuff for you there as well. So, so there. Uh, we've got we've got it all this week. Uh, so. Many movies. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight films. Eight films. Uh, I'm not going to talk at length about any of them. Uh, I was just doing a quick swiss. One of them I will talk at length about. Uh, we've got Pet Love Pet Hate, a little bit of TV, a little bit of game stuff. Um, the game stuff isn't super fun. But I feel like I'm now spying it. I was trying to, you know, prep you guys, get you settled, get you nicely settled in and ready. And I've been putting off starting this podcast for probably in the region of an hour. And I think it falls into the category of, you know, when you've got loads to do, you do that thing where you're like, oh man, I've got so much to do, I'm just going to do none of it. I, f I felt like it was a little bit like that. And you only needed to get started, and I knew that it was going to be the freaking hell have we done here? Are you freaking good at me? Oh. 
Oh, you were lucky, phone. I should know how to open if I'm not using it. Um, yeah, I was just like, I gotta get started, I gotta get started, I gotta get started. I've got other stuff to do as well. My life does not end when this podcast ends. My life ends uh, when I go to bed, I guess. But yeah, I've got stuff to do between now and then. Books to read. Hobbies to partake in. Other hobbies to partake in. There's a lot of partaking going on. Anyway, let's stop dealing with it because there's a shitload of stuff to get through here. Uh, and I'm trying to trying to get the uh, comedic juices flowing. And as you can see, falling flat. Uh, I'm going to talk about elbow pain. Um, and that's not what it might seem. Uh, what we're talking about is elbow pain. What we're actually talking about is... I've, I'm, I'm feeling old. I think that's probably been coming through for a while now. I am almost sure that there is a percentage of this that is psychological, psychosomatic, I imagine. I think from turning 40, part of my brain is going... Oh, well, you're old now, so everything hurts, and you start you you're gonna start doing old man things. Um, one of my children said to me yesterday, Dave Foreman, maybe. Oh, daddy, you sounded like an old man then, and I said, Darren, that's because I'm an old man. <sighs> but forty really that old? Eh, I don't know. Um, so I, I don't know if I mentioned that I had this injury. Um, been working out one evening, and I was putting a bar down. And as I put it down, my elbow like clicked, like the last sort of <coughs> inch of putting the bar down. <coughs> it made my elbow click. And from that point on, I had this intermittent pain. Um, at various points in time obviously you know as I'm sure I mentioned last time the one thing I did do was um, not lift as heavy a weight and not do as much exertion and all of those things are not true yeah you know I just carried on lifting what I was lifting uh, carried on doing what I was doing kept tweaking it um, but it got it, it got quite bad and then it got better and then it got bad again and then it was still there and then it wasn't there and then it was in the other arm um, and round about that point it was a bit like is this just a thing now is this is this what people have talked about for all this time is this it you reach a certain point and things just start to hurt. <sighs> I don't know. Um, I am noticing more aches and pains. And as I say, I think it's psychological. I think that there is a thing in my head that is 
trying to tell me that I'm not doing the stuff that I know I should be doing. There's like my, you know, is my subconscious is saying, you said you were going to do this. You said you were going to do that. You said you were going to do the other, and you haven't. I, you know, part of me was like, when I get to forty, I'm going to start doing yoga. Because everything I've ever heard is that if you want to stay, uh, you know, if you want your body to stay in good shape, if you want to stay flexible, you know, not start to show adverse signs of aging, you've got to get on the yoga. And I, yeah, I'm probably in both camps when it comes to yoga. I imagine I'm in the camp that says, Oh, you know, it's super strenuous. Uh, it puts a lot of uh, strain on your body. Um, really good for you, good for your joints, good, good for your, your limbs and your, you know, all that sort of stuff. And I'm also in the other camp that's like, it's just a lot of prancing around and saying um a lot. So, I think the part of me that knows it would be good for me is one and the part of me that doesn't do it is the other um but yeah these the aches and the pains man jeez i was stood with the pushchair on saturday um i was waiting for the girls and because I was stood on a, like, you know, a camber, uh, and the way I was stood, by the time we had to start moving again, I managed to set my sciatica off. Like, I was only stood here for like four minutes. And then since then, I've had trouble, like, walking. I, I, rem I remind myself of my granddad. I always remember my granddad getting up out of chairs and he'd start, <clears throat> like he'd get up and then he'd take a few steps and he'd be like, ooh, ee, oh, ooh. and then uh, there'd almost be like a little jog and then he'd walk off fine. But those first, like the, certainly the first two steps, everything was stiff and, uh, and then there was like the, there was like three steps and there was like this little jog. Uh, and then he was off. And I, I've been reminded of that because that's how I'm getting out of chairs these days. That's when my daughter's like, oh, daddy, you sound like an old man. Like, yeah, I sound like my granddad did when he was 60-something. And it's like, yeah, we're there. And I think... If I'm honest, if I'm brutally honest, and I, believe me, I am trying to be more honest in this process. If I'm brutally honest, this all centers around me not doing what I know I'm supposed to be doing. I know what I should be doing right now. I know that I'm probably in the region of doing 30% of what I should be doing now. I, 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 I know what I should be doing. 
but I'm, I'm not. And my, and I keep having this whole thing. My excuse is the same thing. It's the same. It's over and over and over and over again. It's the same excuse. I can't because I'm sad. And that's... That makes everything okay. That makes everything okay. Oh, I can't do that because I'm sad. I can't do that because I'm sad. I can't do that because I'm sad. I can't make my life better because I'm sad. So that makes it that makes it all okay. And then there's the other part of me that knows that knows full well. Yeah, but you'd be less sad if you sorted your, your shit out. If you got your shit together, you'd be less sad. You wouldn't be. You wouldn't be necessarily happy, but you'd be happier. You'd be living a fuller life. You'd be able to go to bed every day saying, "I did everything that I could do today," like you used to. Not that long ago. But it's okay, I can't do it because I'm sad. So, there and today I was like, there's, there's no time for this stuff. And then there's like that voice going, you know full well that there's more time. You just also know you're not prepared to access that time. Give you an example. You look at it an evening. It's like, oh, you know, get get the get the baby bath, get the baby down. Day doesn't end there. Ho ho ho! No, my friend. Tuesday, uh, no, Tuesday, Jesus. Uh, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. That is time to go and work out. Five days a week, without fail. Get out, get down there, work out. So we can do that much. We can do that much. Finish your workout. Day doesn't end there. No, no, no. Monday podcast. Sometimes there's a Tuesday podcast. Sometimes there's a Wednesday podcast. I do say sometimes because you know we're, there's a lot of limbo in these things at the moment. Get a podcast done. I have recently taken on a new hobby. It's a hobby that I'm not. It's not something I'm ready to share. Um, that will change, but right now it's not something that I'm I'm ready to share. But it is a hobby that requires work, uh, daily work, every day. Gotta put the work in. So I've got that to do. I don't have to, but I do like to have a little bit of time playing computer games. It's a good way to relax, a good bit of downtime for me personally. I also read every, you know, I read every day, I read every night, uh, and I do that before I go to bed. So there's, there's that. So I am happy to say, not enough time in the day. Not enough time in the day. But there is, because I know that there's untapped time. But I know that where I am right now, I'm not prepared to access that time. Because going back, 
Yeah, you know, three years ago there wasn't a podcast. Three years ago there wasn't other hobbies. Three years ago I was happy to sacrifice playing games and sacrifice spending as much time with my children to be able to run and play sports and, and do and do you know go to the gym and, and a variety of things like that but I also made the time to do those at other times and, and that's ultimately what I'm saying I know that there is time that I'm not tapping into so I've been battling with I've been battling with that today the realization that if I was prepared if I was more prepared to do certain things things might not be this way or things might be better or or who knows so yeah we'll have to deal with that I guess um I wrote on my list wearing, uh, wearing masks in shops. Um, I had a long time of talking about like the, the pandemic stuff, the virus, as, it, as we're supposed to refer to it in the um, in the media, social and otherwise. Um, and then I stopped because I was like, it's boring. You know, we're all facing it day in and day out. Um, and you know. Is it, was anybody surprised that it was difficult to go to the shops? But I have put something on my list this week because we are nowhere near as bad as as America. I mean, that that country is is going to implode any minute. Um, but there are. I know a, a num a small number of people in this country that are doing the I don't have to wear a mask. Um, and the thing that I've noticed more and more going in shops now is that people's interpretation of mask wearing is just becoming looser and looser. So some of my favourites I've seen in the, this is in the last week. Uh, and this is in supermarkets some of my favourites if I am wearing a mask that is under my chin so not covering the mouth not covering the nose the only thing it is covering is my chin that is okay okay if I am about to have a conversation with someone it's okay to pull my mask down have that conversation uh, the, 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 the best one of those I've seen was that that conversation was with somebody who wasn't wearing a mask so that was interesting if I am carrying a mask that absolutely the same as wearing it obviously we all know the uh, the the down below the nose wearer um, but that has then turned into um, 
are just above the mouth or some are just below the mouth um, diff that is a different one to under the chin though let's not forget there is a difference uh, and like I say every time I go to the supermarket there is at least one person who is not wearing a mask um, I I don't really care I don't really give a hoot I don't feel strongly enough about it I leave my mask uh, where the car keys are or the house keys so that there is almost no way I can forget to take my mask and I carry it everyone else's I, I take I take all of the girls because they wear them because um, they just do that's not that's not a me choice um, I would say that's a them choice, but I'm not even sure that's wholly true. Uh, but they wear them, and that's that's a thing. So I got the masks, uh, and that's that. Um, and I, I pick it up, or them up, before I leave the house. Before going into a shop, everybody puts their mask on. And off we go about our merry way, wandering around the shop. Uh, and that's that. There's been a couple of occasions where I've come out of a shop like, I am glad to get that mask off, it gets a bit stuffy. Outside of that, it, it, it's just not that big a deal. I don't... Yeah, I don't, I don't really get it. Um, so yeah. Masks in shops. Um, wrote something, I, I've been doing this thing recently where I write something on the list and what you won't be aware of is that I sometimes write stuff on the list and I don't talk about it because sometimes it's uh, embarrassing, sometimes it's a little bit too personal, sometimes I end up thinking it's boring and doesn't need talking about. Um, but I am trying to open up a little bit more um, so I'm going to tell you something that happened yesterday another thing that I don't feel is overly has a point um, so just bear that in mind uh, my middle daughter said to me yesterday daddy why is your tummy so big and I had to. I had to go through with her. Why, you know, more like I was saying before. Um, and I said, you know, for a, for a long time that was the case. Um, I was uh, hugely overweight. Um, I spent a lot of time thinking about why that was. Then especially now when it's you know it's still a thing now uh, but I spent a lot of time thinking about why it was that way then um, and you know what are the differences between then and now and stuff like that and then I went on to say that I got to the point where um, I didn't want my children to be embarrassed by me um, and 
I set a point in time and I decided to do something about it. I lost a lot of weight, somewhere in the region of 10 to 12 stone. Um, I saw some pictures recently, because in, in my head, I was like, ah, oh, you know, there's a possibility that I might have lost 12 stone. Um, so I, 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 I was skinny. I was looking at some pictures recently of that time. And it was that realisation of going, oh, wow, no, I was still fat. Even, even after losing what could have possibly been 11 going on for 12 stone and later more like 12 stone I was still fat oh just weird to think that was that was a situation um, and saying you know I put, put the time and the effort into to make it so that my, my children wouldn't be embarrassed and then explaining you know things haven't quite gone according to plan recently and and that is why I look the way I do but obviously it's that thing that you know when you when your child raises that question when they're, they're asking that question it obviously means that they've noticed um, and it's sad and it's, you know, kind of heartbreaking and, you know, I do keep coming back, I don't know, I keep saying this, you know, I keep coming back to, I don't know where I would be now if things had carried on going the way that they were going. Maybe I wouldn't have been fat now. Or I, I struggled more when I'd lost all that weight to do anything weight-wise. Um, I'd even got a personal trainer at one point who told me I wasn't eating enough which was just obscure um, but you know that is something that's happened in the last week and it's something that I wrote down and I wasn't sure if I was going to talk about it and now I've talked about it so advancement um, let's lighten the mood shall we uh, I, I just feel like I just feel like these podcasts are depressing <laughs> um, and like, you know I presume that um, that probably just highlights uh, my mental state maybe who knows maybe it's just the way the world is maybe the world's just depressing right now so, Pet Love, Pet Hate this week. Um, pet Love, um, big into photos. Like I say, I was looking at some photos recently. Uh, I've been putting together this big, you know, like these multi-photo frames. Been doing one of those recently. Been having a move around of some pictures, getting pictures printed. It's a thing that obviously nowadays we very rarely do. Um, and sort of building up this, this picture frame. Um, Got to put up on the wall, nice and lopsided. Um, move some other pictures around. The baby's obsessed with pictures. Um, she just she, bless her, she just waves at them and says hi. 
Um, it's funny. Um, um, I, I favorite, I favorite one at the moment because we've moved um, one of the pictures of her cousin so that it's visible um, at like meal times and stuff. So she likes to say hi to her cousin. Um, and yeah, I'm really into photos at the moment. I've always been into photos. Always, um, c uh, certainly in the days of um, of the mobile phone with camera. Um, and just all these these pictures, and um, I en I enjoy looking back, looking back at pictures. But like I say, uh, looking at some pictures recently and. Sort of what what you think something looks like to what it actually looks like. It's a bit of an eye opener. Um, so yeah, pet love. This week's pet love is uh, is photos, photographs. Uh, this week's pet hate. What I've written down is muscle ache, uh, and in brackets I've put legs. Um, you know those days. Um, I seem to have them quite a lot at the moment and I presume it's just a variety of, like I presume it's just like an imbalance in some way um, but going back to like when I was like a teenager and I'd be like I presume I've been like growth spurts and stuff I used to have crippling growing pains uh, I remember like going to bed and practically being in tears a bit because I was in so much pain. Um, and you know, subsequently I grew really tall. So no pain, no gain and all of that. Um, but recently I've been experiencing like these horrendous, what feels like growing pains. Um, just that, that sort of that ache in my legs. Uh, and and the, the knowledge that all it's going to take is to go to bed, go to sleep and wake up the next day and the pain will be gone. And I presume it's like dehydration combined with walking further than you normally walk on, on a particular day. Uh, which for me is, you know, from the, from the bedroom to the kitchen. I can walk further than that. May ruined for the day. Um... So, you know, I, I know that people say about cramp, if you get cramp often, it's a salt imbalance and you should have a bit of salt in your diet. Um, I used to get that, I used to get that a lot, cramp a lot and stuff like that. So it's probably just an imbalance or something, but man, just recently, like, it's probably like once a week at the moment, I had this crippling leg pains it's just so painful um, so this week's pet hate is is muscle ache or leg pain or whatever you want to call it um, right let's strap ourselves in kids it's time for some entertainment uh, I finished series 2 of what we do in the shadows. Um, I honestly thought there was another series. I honestly thought there was three series. And it just ended and I was like, oh man, 
I'm proper gutted. Um, it's that thing. Always hard to review something that's good. Um, just absolutely fantastic. I think by now we know my opinion of this TV program. Um, it's absolutely fantastic. I rewatched the film recently. Um, it's such a seamless continuation of the film. Um, even though it is different characters, uh, each of those characters are individually very good. Um, spoilers, by the way, but I, I enjoyed very much the uh, the Guillermo um, story arc, the, the the Van Helsing stuff um, in series two because. Guillermo was becoming like the the the, the lesser uh, good character, so I feel that they sort of like propelled him forward with this story arc. Um, absolute standout episode has to be the the Collins promotion episode uh, of series two. That was very good. Uh, a huge number of cameos. Mark Hamill turns up. Uh, I talked about that episode that had just like so many cameos in it um, and Jermaine Clements makes a variety of appearances um, really good really enjoyable very very entertaining um, if you've seen the film but you haven't seen the series um, because you're worried that there might be some disconnect jump all over it it's it, it, it does the film justice it absolutely does um, if you're not sure what it is maybe check out the movie movie's on Prime at the moment so get all over it and then if you have access to iPlayer which is just a case of signing up um, the both series are available on iPlayer so fantastic um, because of that I've had a little slot. Um, I have I have a variety of, of categories for things. Something that I can put on to be in the background versus something to put on that I um, actually have to sit down and watch. Um, so what we do in the shadows was very much a sit down and watch program for me. Uh, which actually reduces the amount of time that I can watch it. Typically, having that that finished, I then had this gap of, well, I need a, a sit-down-and-watch-TV show, and literally, was it the day after, or a couple of days after I finished What We Do In The Shadows, they released the first three episodes of Series 2 of The Boys. Um... I thoroughly enjoyed Series 1. I'm pretty sure I said Series 1 of The Boys was my TV series for 2019. Um, really hard to explain, but I'll try. I've watched the first episode of Series 1. And I don't like it. Now then. I don't like... When I say I don't like it, I don't mean that ne in a negative sense. What I mean is, I don't like the feeling 
of it. Um, series one, you know, the, 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 they they were all working in a different in a, in a particular way. They were working towards this goal. The goal was quite obvious. They were going in that direction. Da 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 da. da. Series two start a little bit of a spoiler, so you know, I'm, I'm giving you fair warning. Series two starts and things are really bad for them and I'm a bit like well, where do we go from here things are as, as you know as shit as they probably can be and you know never say never and all that but it starts it started off bad and I can't imagine it's gonna get a whole lot better so we've already started off at a really bad point like um, like where they're living and how they're surviving and how they're going like you know they're essentially on the run and they're hiding and all of this and it's like uh, and it's that I think it's that uncomfortable feeling I was just like oh man um, I'll actually come back to this. I'll actually be able to explain this a little bit better in a certain way when I talk about one of the films that I watched. Um, so yeah, I, you know, it's good. It's it's gritty. It's intense. All that. Um, what's his name? Giancarlo Esposito. I think is his name. Um, who obviously from from his Breaking Bad time has basically been inserted into every gritty um, TV show as well as being in the next Far Cry game. Um, he's made his appearance in this. Um, so we will stick with it, we'll keep watching. Um, and obviously, I'll keep you guys updated. Um, do need to make a, a, part, a note that um, I haven't watched any of the Umbrella Academy. Um, I've been talking to a lot of people. A lot of people have been like, oh, I've watched Umbrella. Oh, I've nearly finished it. Oh, I've finished it. Oh, it's great and all this. And I'm like, I don't get a lot of opportunity to watch it. I only get a couple of nights a week, really, to watch it. Um, so I haven't finished the sex series and I haven't watched any since the last podcast so um, I did want to make a point it's not like I've, I've just forgotten or I've finished it and I haven't told you uh, I haven't watched any okay movie time uh, I was watching Watchmen uh, and I finished watching Watchmen and I said I wasn't going to review it but I have written it down on the list um, something I'd completely forgotten about that film um, and especially with what with all, all that's going on at the moment the film was directed by Zack Schneider just completely forgotten um, I've seen Watchmen a lot of times and I do mean a lot of times. Um, 
when it first came out I just I absolutely loved it and I just watched it and watched it and watched it I thoroughly enjoyed it um, and I've watched it recently I was getting this getting this all like I really fancy watching Watchmen and then as these things go um, I wanted to see it and then it turned it turned out it was on Prime um, I own it but it's always that thing isn't it? like you can own something for ages but then when it pops up on one of these streaming services you're like oh yeah I'll give that a go and I'm like that must be a sign let's get it watched and I watched it and I honestly think that it could be another one of those it could go in the perfect film category doesn't have to be the best film doesn't have to be your favourite film but for everything it is for what it looks like for how the story goes for how the how it is graphically the the little touches the the just everything about that film i just watch it and i'm like this could be another one it could be another perfect film um so yeah i wrote it down on the list because i did want to just give it a little nod um just a thoroughly enjoyable experience um so yeah the watchman good old watch uh i followed that up the, the, the reason that i said i wasn't really going to talk about the films on this list is i'm not reviewing anything here almost every film on this list barring two are films i've seen and seen a lot speaking of i watched hellboy um and by that i mean i watched ron perlman in in his version of hellboy because there's absolutely no chance i'm watching what i've been told and i don't know for myself but what i've been led to believe is an absolute abomination of a movie i watched the original hellboy guillermo del toro uh, ron perlman um and uh you know john hurt others um again popped up i think a lot of the stuff i've been watching recently is on prime because i feel like prime has become like this untapped gold mine i very rarely go on there and i've recently gone on there and been like look at all these films that i could just sit and watch cool um i don't need to review hellboy um it was a good enjoyable watch again a film I've seen many times, many, many, many times. Um, just realising when I start when I sat down to start this podcast and I was looking around the room that I've got a couple of um, Hellboy memorabilia pieces in the room. Um, I've got the Right Hand of Doom, uh, which is a super cool piece. Uh, I'm pretty sure I've got two. I think one's a money box. I can't see it from here. It must be behind the hat. Um, like I say, not going to review it hugely. Um, oh, I will say, great watch. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I almost didn't write this on the list. Because I, I, I am aware of what people's opinion will be of this. But it happened. 
I wrote it down. We'll just go over it and then we'll move on. I watched Ghost Rider. So, I, I, I've said it before, I'll say it again, and I'll always say it. I have a thing for bad films. I don't know what it is, I don't know how to explain it, I don't know, I, I can't give you any, any more information than what I have. I have a thing for bad films. I know it, it's like a guilty pleasure. Add superhero to it, and I'm even more invested. watching it I was a bit like do you suppose Marvel just want to forget that Ghost Rider has the Marvel name on the beginning of that film in big block capital letters um, and I was talking about I was like if you look on the shelf over there you know where all those Marvel films are there, you cannot see a copy of Ghost Rider you know it's not in this this series of films neither's blade or the blade trilogy but that's got that that's got the marvel logo on it um although i was looking at it i'm pretty sure it's also got the warner brothers logo on the warner brothers logo. i got the box set for as a gift for something probably my birthday um so there's that there's some other stuff that Watchnet I found quite interesting. Marvel were obviously messing around with a lot of the technology that they're using now when making Ghost Rider because there's um, there's a bit where it's got supposed Nicolas Cage on a motorbike and rather than just using stunt people and then him on a motorbike rig, which obviously they have done, um, there's a couple of sort of bits of that scene where his face is superimposed over the person riding the motorbike um, obviously they later went on to do some um, amazing um, like facial manipulation um, graphic stuff um, like the de-aging stuff things like that so you know maybe they were starting back there it is what it is it's uh, it, it, it's not amazing uh, Rebel Wilson's in it didn't register that originally um, yeah Rebel Wilson's in it uh, just randomly um, so yeah I watched Ghost Rider uh, again it's not the first not my first rodeo um, I watched Underworld um, again, film I've seen many times. Uh, something I didn't realise, <laughs> which I've found recently, is I think there's five Underworld films. Didn't know that one. Uh, I've watched two in the last week. I watched the first one, which was perfectly fine. Um, it was as enjoyable as I remember. Uh, and then I watched the one that comes after it, which I believe is Evolution. Um, also, perfectly fine. You know, just just a, a fine watch. So, yeah. Uh, I, I 
have taken a break from them. Uh, I don't. I don't think watching what I believe is five underworld films back to back was going to be the answer. Um, that's not to say I'm not going to. I imagine that I will watch um, the others just to to see why the hell there's five. Something that does put me off is I've read the description for each of them. One of them says it's a prequel, and instantly I'm like. I don't care. So that one might be a struggle. Um, but we'll see when we get there. Um, so I watched those. <sighs> uh, I watched another film. Which I've seen a few times now. Because um, again. Although I own it. It went on to a streaming service. And immediately I'm like. Well I want to watch that. I watched Venom. Um... I reviewed Venom at the time. I said, um, as far as reviews were concerned, nobody would have ever watched that film. I may have suggested at the time that there was, you know, in my opinion, there was a possibility that Disney, stroke Marvel, may have had some hand in those reviews allegedly i'm not saying that's the case i'm just saying it's quite suspicious that when people actually sit down to watch venom they end up saying yeah it's not the best film ever made but it's certainly not as bad as the reviews make it out to be um also it did it did well enough that it got you know they're making a second one uh, there's a lot of talks about how they're going to maybe tie Venom in with Spider-Man somewhere along the line, but there's a lot of talks with how they're not going to do that as well. Um, who knows? I know there's a trailer for Enter the Spider-Verse, Into the Spider-Verse on the end of it, and I don't know if that's maybe a hint at um, something that's coming further down the line. Um, I find it very interesting that, that they'd already cast Woody Harrelson to play Carnage before they'd finished, you know, making Venom, because he's in he's in Venom. Um, enjoyable watch, enjoyable film. Uh, certainly not as bad as the reviews made it out to be. I watched a film I haven't seen I actually watched a film I haven't seen you might be surprised to hear um, it was a rainy Sunday a very rainy Sunday and uh, the subject of watching a movie came up and my eldest suggested watching The Greatest Showman uh, this is a conversation that goes back quite a while um, she'd watched it she'd seen it she thoroughly enjoyed it um, she did a dance performance that the theme of it was the greatest showman and so on and so forth big into it big into the soundtrack all of this I ended up downloading a um, a track on Beat Saber because it was the greatest showman um, I played it a few times quite cool on you you know a little bits of music but didn't overly know what the film was about um, so she was like oh let's watch Greatest Showman um, so that 
that was that was the the deal. Um, the other two children went out to conduct a job, and me and my eldest sat and watched The Greatest Showman. Um, so I mentioned earlier about the, that feeling you get when you're like, oh man. I knew something was up with the film because um, it, everything had to go wrong. Because within the first half an hour of the movie, spoilers by the way, uh, within the first half an hour of the movie, he was successful. So it could only go downhill from there. So knowing that, I was a bit like, uh, man, things are going to get real bad. Um... It was an enjoyable film. I actually, you know, I enjoyed it. The music was very good. The um, the, the singing and the dancing and the, those sorts of numbers were very good. Um, I feel... I feel like I should not like Zac Efron. I feel like the, the, the that part of me that doesn't like popular people... That's not quite... I feel like he should be in a camp of where I'm like, oh, I don't like him. Um, but I can't seem to find that kind of strong enough feeling. And anything I have actually seen him in, which isn't loads, I think he's quite good in stuff. Um, and he was very good in that. I uh, I enjoyed his performance. Uh, I was wind, winding my elder stuff. I was like, this has got Wolverine in, yeah? She's like, no, no, there's no animals in this. And she's like, oh no, there may there might be an elephant in it at the end. I'm like, no, no, Wolverine. Are there any are there any other X Men in it? Is Cyclops in it? Um, she wasn't she wasn't impressed. And I was like, there he is, Wolverine. Look, he's he's on the box and everything. Uh, but then I was highlighting how it might it might not have had any X Men in, but it had the partners of some superheroes. So. Um, Hugh Jackman, the woman that played Hugh Jackman's wife, plays Eddie Brock's like, ex in Venom. And it also had MJ in from the more recent Spider-Man films. Um, so there was that. And the side is, because my eldest had seen this film and I hadn't, um, she was like, like, as it was going on, she was explaining all the bits and bobs to me. Um, like he's that's him, but when he's younger and uh, and all this that and the other, and she reminded me of me so much, it was it was hilarious, because that's what I was like at that age. I was like it was it was super important that you understood what was going on in the film, um, and yeah, it, it made my heart grow two sizes. Um, just sitting while she was like, oh, you know, this bit here and this is happening and, and all that. And, and I, there'd be points where I, I I knew what was going on, but I, like, I'd had to like, go out of the room and come back in. So I'd be like, oh, well, what's happened here and how come that's happening and stuff like that and getting her to tell me and stuff. And It was good. It was a good experience. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, yeah, it was fun. Uh, finally, as I keep saying, so if something goes onto a streaming service, whether you whether you own it or not, it makes you want to watch it. Uh, 
In this instance, I had already said I want to watch these two films. And then in the last few days, Deadpool has gone on to Netflix. And I'm like, well, if that's not a sign, I don't know what it is. Because I was determined to watch Deadpool 1 and 2. So last night, rather than doing anything else, I sat down and I put Deadpool on. I have seen Deadpool multiple times. It was a film I had to stop watching so that I didn't ruin it for myself. Uh, pretty sure I saw it twice at the cinema. At least. Uh, and then it was one of those bought it the moment it came out. Found ways to watch it totally legitimately before it was re released to buy. And so on and so forth. I've seen that film multiple times. And you know what? I sat down, no phone, no distractions, no nothing, reclined the sofa, put Netflix on, put Deadpool on, sat and watched it, and I had a good old chuckle to myself. Thoroughly enjoyed it. I haven't seen it for a while, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I laughed at it out loud. And that to me shows that that has it's aged well, it's still relevant, it's still funny. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I'm just looking at the time now, trying to work out if I can get the second one in before bed. Be pushing it. That's it movie-wise. Uh, as far as games are concerned, uh, it's not, not great, is what I'm going to say. Um... I was playing Ghost Recon Wildlands. I think I mentioned that previously. Um, I felt it was time to play Wildlands. And I started playing it. Thoroughly enjoying it. Loving it, loving it, loving it. And then I got so far and I was a bit like... It's just... You know, it's go here, pick this up. Go there, pick this up. Go there, pick this up. Then do a mission. Then, uh, then do a, a different mission, and then pick some other stuff up. And I've played it a lot. I've played it a lot of times, and I was a bit like, ah, maybe it's not the time for this. The other thing being was that I knew that I was getting a new game on Friday. Um, so I was a bit like, well, I'll just play this until Friday, and then I might not have to play it straight away again, sort of thing. The new game, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, a remastered, yes indeedy. Got it Friday, turned up in the post, got it installed, ready to play Friday night, put it on, and... <sighs> I used to be great. I used to be great at that game. I used to be... I used to be great. And on, on, on a good day, on a really good day, I was the best. Catch me on the right day, and I was the best. I could beat Luke. That's all that mattered. So, me being me, being like, I used to be the best at this. So I imagine... It's not going to take me very much to get back into being the best. Just you wait and see, my friend. Just you wait and see. 
And of course, I was 100% wrong. Um, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. Um, I'm really bad at it. And I, I, I used to, when I, you know, 18, 19 years ago when I was playing those games originally, I was really bad at them. And I practiced and I practiced and I practiced and I practiced because everybody else was good at them. Um, and I'm like, well, I just feel like a loser. So I just practiced and practiced and practiced. A freaking air, aircraft hangar, man. I must have done that. I must have done it a thousand times. Practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced. And I got to the point where I could do it and I was good at it. And I was, yeah, it was an achievement. Um, and that was that. And then the Tony Hawk's game started going downhill. They became unplayable. Uh, and that was that. That was the end of it. That was the end of the, the saga, the franchise, whatever. And I am right back at square one. However, I've got 20 years of game playing on top of that. And in those 20 years, all I have learned about game playing is if it's easy, great. If it's even remotely any form of challenge I probably haven't got the time for it and I think that's basically what it's come to with this it's just I just I, I don't feel I've got the time or the inclination to put into that game again ultimately I did it all once and like I say catch me on the right day the right time in the right light and I, I was the best I could do it but I I can spend what will no doubt be hundreds of hours playing that game to try and get back to being even good at it and already like like the choice was last night put that on and play it or not and like I say I ended up watching Deadpool last night um, I'm already thinking oh, maybe, maybe maybe I was too rough on Ghost Recon Wildlands maybe uh, maybe I should give that another go um, I just I, ju I haven't got it in me and there's that part of me that's disappointed disappointed in myself but at, at the age of 40 Coming back to being 40, not that it's a big thing or anything. Is that where the focus for my life should be? Oh, I just got, I just got to get real good at Tony Hawk's, a game that's nearly 20 years old, and I've already given time and effort to. I think that might be where I'm at with it. I think it's a bit like I tried to get my eldest to play it. Um, that didn't go well and I think that I think you know it's it's probably a, a, a thing for kids I, I think it's somebody you know somebody needs to have six hours a day to put into doing the same run the same two minute run 
over and over and over and over again I haven't got six hours to do that I think after six minutes I'd probably be quite bored I just I, I think I think that time might have passed um, so yeah bad news on the uh, on the old game front um, well and what that does mean is might be in a bit of a game drought possibly um, obviously I chose not to get Avengers uh, Avengers has been scoring consistently mediocre scores uh, it's, it's a bit of a mixed bag I think it's a, a, a solid 6.5 to 7 out of 10 which is, I mean that is my bag if there is ever a score for this man a solid 7 out of 10 I'm all over it um, something that is sort of interesting to me is the fact that what it, what it's seeming to say is that what the beta gave you is not what the game gives you which is interesting in a lot of ways but the beta was just so lacking and every you know I've, I've been on to like I've been on to Amazon I've been on to like pages on Facebook that talk about it and, all that, and literally every single thing you read is the first review is this game's great I don't know what all the negativity is about I thoroughly enjoyed the campaign I really enjoyed being able to play as this character and this character I don't understand why everybody's saying that it's not great and the next review is this game's awful, I don't know why people give it the time of day. This was a missed opportunity, then they could have done this game really well, and instead they've done it really poorly. What a waste of money. And it just goes like that. Every review is, this game's brilliant, I don't know why everyone's complaining. And then it goes, this game's terrible, why would you play it? And obviously that's what's known as difference of opinion. And everyone has, everybody has an opinion. I'll finish that phrase there, shall I? Um, so yeah, there is a game I want. Uh, I'd quite like the PGA uh, game. Uh, 2K21, I think it's called. Um, so there's that. But money don't grow on trees, kids. And... Uh, yeah that slide towards the back end of the year now we're into we're into september and september is probably the part of the year where i start going Ugh, i need to start putting money to one side um i have a big birthday between now and the end of the year um and i've got a couple of other things um adding adding family members and like say birthdays and then there's that thing that happens at the end of the year that we don't talk about and other such things going on uh, I can't be buying games willy nilly and I feel like you know I've, I've bought a game put all my eggs in that basket so I should I should be happy with scrambled egg for tea really um, so yeah that ladies and germs is this week
this week's podcast, this week, uh, this week's goings on, this week's movies and games and TV and things like that. Um, I hope personally that you don't end up getting too down by the by the front end of these podcasts, and I hope that the the back brings you uh, brings you back. Um, so yeah. Cheers for sticking with me. I know it's sometimes a chore, but, you know, you're a trooper. What can I say? That's it with this one. Uh, I'll catch you next time. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done. Oof, I tell you. Bit of a, I don't know, bit of a routine or something now. Maybe we'll never stop. YouTube watchers. Make sure YouTube subscribers, uh, you know, it's the right thing to do. It is. Trust me. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out over there. Send us some sort of love. Um, and, you know, if it's good love, we might read it out. How about that? So there we go. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm going to say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye-bye.